Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the only nerd, Joel Reeves, and I'm so fucking internet famous now. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. With me, with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. Uh, hey, how's it going, everybody? I was not expecting that. And Lars Sperling. <laughs> Hi, friends. Look, Humble as we... always, Joel Reeves. <laughs> yeah, Humble <exactly>. as always. <laughs> When everyone else in the world has one <laughs> single video that has 1,500 views on it, then maybe we can talk. Oh, man. But until then, Taylor, okay. roll me those sweet, smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Sorry to go a little bit more high pitched there. I wasn't feeling the low, like <laughs> low and slow vibe. You know, I got to give some know, energy to it. this podcast. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's okay. I mean, the podcast is over. We can't talk to Joel because we don't have as many views as him. So, no, yeah. no, no, no. You guys are in my posse. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Uh, look, I know I plug things at the end of episodes always, but look, I did a motor, I did a Mortal Kombat. Uh, red band <laughs> trailer reaction, and it did pretty good. It's it's the best video I've ever done, and I'm super proud of it. Yeah, it turned out good. I mean, I told you, Joel. Like, I rewatched it before we started recording tonight, and like, I was really oh, proud so of, all of was, those views are you, Taylor? Was, just yeah, right. Just me watching it over and over. No, no, I'm like seriously, <laughs> dude. I was Taylor. really proud of you. I I was completely entertained by it, and like. We'll definitely talk about the trailer in this episode, but like, yeah. um, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat nerd, so like, it made me giddy to like see your reaction to it. Yeah, man, it was fun. I mean, yeah, I I I grew up in the '90s. I played the video games and like yeah. watched you know the old shitty movies as well. Um, mm-hmm. Look, it garnered me like 20 new followers, subscribers, I guess you would call them, which are kind of hard to come by on YouTube, and yeah. a, um, and I and and a shit ton of views. Um, so I'm super proud of it, but that's neither here nor there. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What have we been watching, Taylor, aside from my trailer? Reaction? <laughs> uh, beautiful segue, dude. Beautiful thank segue. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was like the guy who invented the segue right there. Um, yes. So if, uh, if the guy who like, invented the segue was really drunk. Yeah, Exactly. Hey, you're not the only one here, man. It's like old times, you pew, know, pew, pew, it's like pew. old times hanging out together. But uh, in the interest of um, brevity, I'm going to limit my uh, <laughs> my what we've been watching to to one movie. And I actually haven't been watching a lot. Honorable mention started watching Shit's Creek. Loving it so far. Definitely yes. will report back when I get finished with the series. Amazing. Um, limiting so limiting this section is all I've ever wanted. So I you're know. singing I know. you're singing music to my ears. Yeah, exactly. Except so. he found a loophole with an honorable mention. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that's that's the funny part. That's that's exactly at you caught least onto the joke. At least it's not pre two thousands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey dude. It's, it's topical. It, Emmys, I, you know, or Golden Globes, whatever. I mean, so. I could I could start going down that road, dude, but I'm not going to. Um point being is I had a chance to check out a movie. Uh, uh, See, here I am. Uh, I've had a ha- 
I had a chance to check out a new movie called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Um, Joel, you also said you watched this movie. I absolutely I, loved it. Can I admit something to you real I quick? I absolutely until loved you, it. Until you just said the title, I did not realize that the title was a rhyme until literally <laughs> Barb and right Star now. Go to Vista Del Mar, dude. It's amazing. Even I though I couldn't get it out originally. I didn't originally, ever say it out I mean, loud. <laughs> It is what it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is amazing. Like, I I know you have your issues with it, Joel, but I think like this movie definitely hit me at the right time. You know what I mean? In terms of providing something that's like completely off the wall. I mean, I know I mentioned to you guys like it reminded me of Austin Powers meets something like the spirit of Anchorman. You know what I mean? Where it's just really wacky and kind of crazy. And I just absolutely loved it. I mean, all all the jokes definitely didn't hit with me the first time it's very specific in that regard um but the i actually had a chance to watch it three times because we rented it on oh itunes gosh. for 48 hours what so we were like wrong Fuck it. with you too. we're gonna watch well sarah <laughs> sarah really liked it so she was like i want to rewatch yeah. it and then we ended up watching it like th- basically three days in a row um and so i the more i watched it the more the jokes landed with me and i actually really think the screenplay like the story is really solid like despite how crazy and off the wall it is so that's what i'll say about that i really enjoyed it i look i'm not saying it's a bad movie i thought it was really funny you know like yeah obviously kristen wig is hilarious you know there's a lot of good actors in it um i even thought jamie did a pretty good job in like a in like a comedy role dude um i just there were some jokes so you know what how you can have like a saturday night live episode where like some of the skits are fucking choice and then a few of them are like utter garbage. Yeah. That it just kind of felt like an episode of Saturday Night Live to me where like some of the jokes were really good and then some mm-hmm. of them felt like super flat. Like mm-hmm. like like the crab who was Morgan Freeman, like why like why? It just was so, to me I don't know if you so dumb. I don't know if you caught the joke, but it's not actually Morgan Freeman. It's Morgan Friedman. So it's not it's an impersonator of Morgan Freeman and that's the whole joke. I did not get that, but that doesn't yeah. make the joke any better. To I me. think it's I think it's I think it's hilarious. Um yeah, he he's they they have a line in there where it's like it's Morgan Friedman. Like Friedmond, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, uh yeah, there were just certain I think over I mean like I definitely laughed right it's so like it did its job yeah. as a comedy movie. There were just I I found myself a few times in the movie rolling my eyes at jokes yeah which is like which which like i definitely don't do in anchorman right like yeah. that movie to me is like solid right mm-hmm. it's like there are comedy movies that are like or like super bad right solid all the way through there are, are comedy movies that are staples and are classics and then this one funny but there were times where i was like that was just dumb <laughs> yeah i mean I don't disagree with you, but I think just if for me, it's like a more of a percentage of the jokes landed and like, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I think it's definitely the type of movie. The more you watch it, the more you'll either love it more or you'll hate it more. You know, it's definitely, mm. it's, it's one of those divisive kind of movies in that regard. Um, but I think honestly in 10 years, like people are going to look back on this movie as like another super bad or another anchorman like hmm. a movie that wasn't necessarily whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey another a movie that wasn't necessarily appreciated when it was released like mcgruber like though obviously those are high standards um but i just feel like it's one of those movies so i really enjoyed I'm it legally, i would recommend it 
I'm legally obligated to mention that I went to the MacGruber premiere because I won a video contest. <laughs> there you by go. Making a MacGruber skit that won a contest with Universal. Fuck yeah! I went and nice. saw that movie opening night to an empty theater of myself. So that was fun. <laughs> but hey, I'm I'm one of those people that actually saw the movie, you know, opening night, and I was just bawling my ass freaking off the whole time. It was amazing. Oh, it was fun as hell. Yeah. I still have not seen it. Oh. Did it's you incredible. watch Barb and Star? Though? No, you didn't, right? No. Yeah, I'm very curious to hear your thoughts, Lauren, when you watch it. I will. I will try to figure out how to watch it at some yeah. point. I really liked the supporting cast in it as well. I will say, look, yeah. Phyllis is in it, and anything Phyllis is in, <laughs> you know, yeah. she was really good. Uh, I don't have much else to say about the yeah. movie. So, what have you Again, been watching? I think Jill? Jamie did really good job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's let Lauren go first. That's fine. Okay. Um yeah, so again, brevity's sake. I also have not been watching a whole lot of stuff that I haven't talked about every week. Um but I finished Westworld. I caught up on Westworld mm-hmm. finally. Science um, bitch. Yeah. Uh I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I had watched season one and like the first, I think, two episodes of season two when it aired. And then at the last in-person Comic-Con, they were doing the season three panel. Yes. Um, Let me and ask you And I was like, this. yeah. Did I make a mistake sleeping through that panel? <laughs> um, I, I mean, it got me intrigued yeah. for season three, which yeah. is why I went back and watched all of it. Um, was it successful? I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't know that seasons two and three were as good as season one. Um, yeah, I've heard season that. two is really, really confusing because they jump time a lot and like don't explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. everyone looks the same and then kind of at the end, you're like, wait, what happened when this was out of order? What is happening? I don't get it. And is like Cyclops in any of season two? Yes. Okay. Is he in any of season three? No. Okay. No. Cyclops. Um, yeah, it took me a second. I was like, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. The lead actor in <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Is that? Yeah. There Actually, we go. Thank you. He's oh, cool. co-supporting. <laughs> co-lead sorry to to sonic to hedgehog yeah, yeah i mean yeah. it's the to movie's hedgehog. titled sonic, sonic. hedgehog like. <laughs> you're right it's not titled cyclops and his hedgehog pack. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly no that's that's sonic 2 yes um that's actually the pilot that i wrote Sonic-ing. for a sonic yeah <laughs> sonicking <laughs> written by james wan perfect um yeah, I don't know. I like I said, season two is just so 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 confusing timeline wise, and like I generally think I'm a smart person who can follow those kind of things. Um, I agree. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, I don't know. It, it, some of the performances were good. I feel like mm, I don't know that all of the stories paid off or like were wrapped up fully either. Mm. Um. Well, there's gonna be a season four, right? There is, yeah. yeah. Um, which I'm mildly intrigued to see where that goes, but 
I don't know. I'm not like chomping at the bit to get season four. Like I'm, right. I may watch it eventually, depending on if like, you know the next Comic Con like <laughs> panel is good. Much to I'll your dismay, to you'll have to watch t- season four. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's, it's like me. It's like me with The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, season two was like uh, like um, samurais. Right. So season two was all literally all over the place. It was a lot still okay. in Westworld, but then we also saw some in Shogun World, which is like right. the Samurais. Um, and then I think it's called the Raj, which is like Safari gotcha. camp thing. Um, and then and season three, I think is that was what? it. Season three is mostly real world. Oh, interesting. Yeah, spoilers. They get out. Um, but not everyone gets out, so it's interesting. Um, Clearly not a complete spoiler. get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, his, yeah, his, yeah, his character went an interesting route that kind I was not like expecting. Kind of vision so. in the hex. Yeah. Ooh, foreshadowing. I'm doing but a very cheesy, okay. like, aha pose for those who can't see it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, like, if you if you watch season one and, like, are kind of interested in where certain things go, like, keep watching, but, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It's a little whole I, I think the, the, the acting is good, but yeah. story-wise, it's like, eh, meh. Yeah. So. Yep, I'll check it out eventually. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Probably when the series is over. <laughs> yeah. Probably. A long, a long binge. Yeah. Cool. I have been watching this show called Search Party on HBO mm. Max, but apparently it's originally on TBS. Oh, so wow. like, yeah. So apparently like HBO has like the uncut versions, right? Mm. And I can only... I can only imagine how terrible the fucking like prime <laughs> TBS, time TBS version versions is. are. Um, but it's four seasons of the show. I've had hmm. absolutely nothing to do except work and watch television this week. So I've binged all three seasons and I'm, I literally just got to the, the fourth season tonight. I will say the first two seasons are like some like master class television. It is hmm. like, so fucking good and then season three kind of is like all right i see why you're trying to close some of these stories out but like why are you still doing it and then season four is like from what i've seen so far like okay why are you why are you still making this show <laughs> um, it's Aaliyah shaw cat from uh, arrest development mm. and a few other people that i do not recognize uh actually uh ron livingston from uh mm. Office Space is in it oh, as yeah. well. Um, it's like a it's like a murder mystery comedy show mm. um, produced by Michael Showalter, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, nice. It's really like I said, the first two seasons and even some of season three are like some of the best television I've seen in like a few years. It's really good. It's like it's really I I, I think aside from Barry. It's really hard to do like comedy, like murder mystery, really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this show definitely hits the nail on the head. 
Um, so I would recommend it highly. Yeah. I obviously haven't finished the show yet because I'm still in season four, but uh, I don't think it's going to end as strong as it started. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Mm. It's unfortunate. And then, just to cheat a little bit, I also watched Staff Let's Flats. You bastard. Which is a... Look, man. You do... <laughs> Two you do like King Shay, okay? That's all <laughs> you do like 40 things a week. Uh, <sighs> I watched Staff Let's Flats, and that may then and that might sound like a completely foreign language to anyone who doesn't live in the UK or anywhere <laughs> else in Europe. Letting <laughs> something is renting, and flats are apartments. So it's staff yep. rents apartments. So it's about a uh, a Greek slash UK man and his family who like rents apartments to people, but it's obviously like hijinks. Ensue. It's kind of like a, like a, I don't know, like an office meets mm. like flea bag type situation. It's like, it's pretty funny. It's really if 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 you can't handle like cringe humor, like I wouldn't recommend it. It's yeah. just like he's so bad at his job, and they make it purposefully so awkward that you like it's hard to watch sometimes. Yeah, uh, but the comedy is really really funny. It's got. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but it's like the dude with the bad teeth from Fleabag that she sleeps with in season two. Yeah. And then uh, Nadia from uh, What We Nadia. Do in the Shadows. Nadia. Nadia. Nata- well, it's yeah. Natasha Dimitra and her brother. Yeah. Yes. It's Stav, Which right? I think it's his name so- is Jamie. Yeah. It's just yeah, so funny I because so. I never realized before you mentioned that, Lauren, that they were brother and sister. But it makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's even it's even kind of hard to see it in the show too. Like, they don't really like l- look alike. Yeah. yeah. Um, totally. But 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 they do play brother and sister in the show, and it's really oh, funny because nice. they do have like a pretty good rapport, and, sure. and I think you can tell it's because like yeah. they're actually related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, absolutely. But that's also on HBO Max. So I'd recommend watching that show. I just gotta say, I'm kind of disappointed that you both mentioned two things and neither of them was resident alien oh my gosh <laughs> i gotta i gotta go yeah. all right I just, and that's been pop pop uh... episode 74 <laughs> no, i'm just kidding I just, you guys are going to love it. And there's jokes on there that I want to talk to you about, but I it's know. funnier if you watch it instead of me explaining it to you. It's so hard for me yeah. to watch a sci fi. <laughs> but it's even with your buddy Alan. Even with your co castmate Alan. My best, my best friend Alan's <laughs> All right. I well, will, I will it's fine. It's get fine. to it. I will get to what? it, I promise. Yeah, in two years. <laughs> I, mean, I only have one more season of Search Party, so I I have to watch something after that. Great. Something it can be not... your new your new weekly drop once WandaVision ends. Something uh, I mean, not I on sci-fi.com? <laughs> There's only one week between WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's right? True. So. That's true. I know. We're getting, I'll have we're to getting watch the full... entire series. We're getting a full slate of Marvel shit this year. After having no Marvel in 2020, it's like, I don't know if you guys saw, but like, there's literally something every week every month. this year. Guys, no, it's not guys, even guys. every month. It's every week. It's crazy. Before we blow our fucking Marvel load. I know. 
We got a, what other <laughs> well, what other news is there? I know there's not a lot, but some shit happened in this week, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Well, I think we should first start um, with the fact that we learned we're getting a new Superman reboot. Um, yeah, JJ Abrams. Yeah, some yeah. pretty big news. Like, obviously, he. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar. He, I think it was in two thousand, early two thousands, like two thousand two, two thousand. Yeah, he had he had a pitch for Superman. He wrote a script, dude. He, he, he wrote an entire script, and Warner Brothers was actually considering making it. It was called superman flyby and um so now you know this is so his, dumb i, I mean <laughs> it, from from i i've only read anecdotes about what the movie was about but essentially people said that it was a very big departure from like what people knew as superman a lot like mm. what the tim burton the failed tim burton um mm. Superman lives. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, with Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Exactly. That was a pretty far departure, you know what I mean? And so by all accounts, this was very much the same thing. But, you know, in that regard, J.J. Abrams coming back to make a Superman movie with a vengeance, you know? So that's exciting. Um, And the more important thing is, um, I think I'm pronouncing this right, Takashi Notes? I don't know how you say that. Um is coming on to write it and he is the guy who's been uh, behind one of the most successful black panther runs um Mm. in the last few years um hold on i'm gonna look it up right now that's cool of course in classic pop pop form not prepared for this so no that's fine i think he he's, (laughs) he's also done another pretty popular comic run recently um but the question is henry cavill coming back or recasting it's, I mean, I mean, a lot of the rumors are saying it's sounding like it'll be a recast, and that it might be a Superman of color. Also, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Not only is it exciting that we could see Michael B. Jordan as Superman, <laughs> it is also exciting <laughs> that Zack Snyder's sweaty, greasy, misogynistic palms are being pulled <laughs> off of yeah. the project that is Superman. Yeah. So I got to say of anyone to like come in to DC post Snyder, like I think JJ is the perfect fit and like vanilla hopefully ice we'll cream have... of filmmakers. Yes. Well, he's the, the 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 most important thing honestly is like that he has this the same spirit as Superman, like he's like yeah. It's very much this. He'll bring this optimistic vibe back to 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 Superman, which obviously Man of Steel was like a little bit of a downer. You know what I mean? It was very dour in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah he lets um, his dad die. Yeah, well, let's. You but, could have but easily saved him. Just just to confirm, just... it's Tanishi Coates, I believe is how you say it. T A dash N E H S I S I Tanishi. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how you say that. But um, very exciting. Um, so sorry. Go ahead, Lord. No, that's okay. I just feel like, uh, like if JJ was gonna do superhero, like I, I definitely feel like a better fit is DC than Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he has the grittiness that DC wants, but also like, like you're saying, kind of like the spirit to like revive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, In you know. DC- to- Dumb. Totally. DC. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
DCEU, I guess. Yeah, no, but... the, the, the Snyderverse. Because, like, at the end of the yeah. day, like, uh, I don't want to get into the whole Zack Snyder discussion because we've we've been there wait, before. But wait, wait. Yeah. There is a little bit of news on that. Well, Zack Snyder says that the Snyder Cut ends in a cliffhanger and WB has <laughs> yeah. no plans well, on a second part. Exactly. So Zack Snyder, go fuck yourself. Well, the the leading in, like, that is a very good anecdote. But the point is, is that the <laughs> Warner Brothers executives have described the Snyderverse and the, 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 the Snyder Cut itself as a cul-de-sac, right? It's a dead end. It's going nowhere. Yeah. Like, they're doing that as, like, something for the fans. Like... What we're seeing with this new movie, this new Superman movie, is going to be the direction that they're going with forward. And jumping back into the Cavill thing, like, this isn't to say that it couldn't be a multiverse, right? Like, this is, they could easily justify that. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's been almost eight years since Man of Steel. The Flashpoint movie. And and, and probably 10 since they filmed it. Yes, the, 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 the Flashpoint movie could very well. So like you could still that. do whatever I, you wanted, yeah, exactly, in and, but, that multiverse realm. Yeah, but the point That's being true. is like Man of Steel is eight years old. It's been ten years since they filmed the movie. Like Henry Cavill's not getting any younger, and there's not really a market for yeah, like. But he's this... not looking much worse. No, yeah. he, absolutely <laughs> not. Let me. I, I mean, let me tell you something. He is a beautiful human being. Let's not mistake <laughs> yes. this fact. Like that. That. That is a given. You know what I mean? Like we Henry... stand Henry Cavill on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, I think he's a great Superman. But like, the question is, is like, what is Warner Brothers doing, right? And I think Warner Brothers right. is. Yeah. Much like with the Pattinson stuff and the Batfleck DC, you know, scenario, like they're moving away from that. They're going in a different direction. Yeah. Like I think this they is could very pull, much that they could pull a the Suicide Squad though, right? Like they're bringing <laughs> over Harley. Some, right? yeah. Like you could you could do a reboot <laughs> and still have Henry Cavill in it, but just go a different direction with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it yeah. seems like he's. From what I've read, he's very eager to get back to the role. Mm. So it's not, you know, it's like if he's if he's still game, I could see a realm in where they continue forward with him. But yeah. I also do see a realm like there are. I don't want to anger people, but I it could be three. But I think there are two black supermen in canon. Right. So it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, with this with this black writer you know, who's like helming the project, it very well could be a, a black Superman, um, you know, which will piss off a bunch of stupid It's already racists, pissing off people. But, like, the, the, right. the, the, the weird part is that but it's people... canon, so there are, yeah. you know, it's like, well, it's, 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 it's not insane to do it, it's... but I, but I do also feel kind of sad, like, if Henry wants to continue, like, I think he got shortchanged, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if, if, if well, he wants to keep doing it, it would be cool to see him continue that role yeah. but also mm-hmm. michael b jordan could be super bad or freaking uh what's his name jonathan majors man would be another great choice you know isn't um, that i'm sorry you mean king Kang the conqueror yeah king exactly <laughs> or um, you know a newcomer who hasn't done any superhero absolutely stuff yet yeah and 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 the funny thing is is like because a black writer gets hired onto a superman movie like they automatically assume that it's going to be a black superman and it's like a no, that's not necessarily the case. And like B, why the fuck does it matter? You know what I mean? Like Superman yeah. is an alien. Like Superman does not yeah. have like an ethnic origin other than that he's fucking from Krypton. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it did. Like, so yeah. or like people were making that assumption and it's like, OK, let's let's pump the brakes first. Like it, it, what really matters is, is this person a good storyteller? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all that matters. And so I know, think people are just excited about the possibility. Absolutely. That because the writer is a person of yeah. color, like it it's m- is more apt Agreed. To have the opportunity, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately that that is the case, not unfortunately the, the, that it could be. You know? Exactly. Unfortunately um, that people are like making that, you know, yeah, making yeah. bullshit assumptions. <laughs> well, and yeah. while Tanishi Coates did write a lot of Black Panther, he also wrote some really amazing Captain America mm-hmm. in 2020. You know, so oh, nice. it's like, it's, you know, like like we're saying some people might just assume like oh black writer black story and it's like look like you shouldn't you shouldn't look at it that way it's like the person is a great storyteller no matter what character they're writing like he -hmm. was writing black panther it was Mm -hmm. good he was writing captain america it was good he's gonna be writing superman and no matter who the superman is yeah it's probably gonna be be good well and (laughs) i think probably gonna be better than man of steel uh, totally and i mean not that like i i like there's certain things i really like about man of steel and there's certain things i really don't like about that movie and like that again that's getting into a whole different conversation but you know what i don't like about that movie is when the kid says uh or 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 when the mom tells martha my son saw what your kid did and he's gonna tell people and you know and martha didn't immediately say your son saw what my son could do and you're gonna tell on us that's a bad idea. Right. Well, that's just bad writing. You know what I mean? But point yeah, being is that is. point being is that this is hopefully bringing him on is going to provide a different perspective that we haven't seen before. And yeah. like, that's the most exciting thing for me. Like at the end of the day. Absolutely. Ah. man. Uh, I just like, I'm so ready for, Zack Snyder to not be making superhero <laughs> movies anymore, man. Yeah, like, you're I'm... just excited for him to make Army of the Dead. You know what I mean? Even though the trailer for that movie was for me like, meh. look, that's that's the thing is I hate Zack Snyder in the sense of his superhero career. Yeah, but like, I liked Dawn of the Dead. You know, and it's like and like it's 300 while it was like. Yeah, and like while three hundred was like over the top, it was for what it was. It was mm-hmm. like it was stylistically made was, well. You know what I mean? It's it like, was groundbreaking in the sense that the only movie that had ever been copied beat for beat for a comic book was like Sin City, even though that was mm-hmm. an interpretation. Like three hundred was a direct translation of the comic book onto the screen. Yeah. I just hate Zack Snyder for this whole Snyder cut bullshit. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I don't hate him as like it's like Yeah. I want to watch Army of the Dead. Like that mm-hmm. shit looks fucking dope and I'm ready for it. And I think that's what Zack Snyder should do. If Zack Snyder was like, yo, dude, I'm coming up with the Snyderverse and it's zombie related, I I would like get Zack Snyder tattooed on my chest. I'd be like, yeah. give me all the fucking oh, Zack Snyder boy. zombie movies. Yeah. Those are that's on record, Joel. That's <laughs> oh, on record. It's never it's never gonna happen. Is this so gonna funny. be the next Suicide Squad tattoo gag? <laughs> Okay, let me amend let, let me amend that statement. I won't get his full face on my chest, but if Zack Snyder comes up with a Snyderverse zombie movie universe, I will tattoo Just put that over your mutant enemy tattoo. Something Oh, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I know, sorry. I will, I will put something Zack Snyder zombie related. Get his on my body initials over your heart. 
yeah, sure, oh whatever. It's never the gonna happen. Era. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Instead of mom, it's just <laughs> yeah. Zack Snyder. Right. All right. We should we should move on from this. So the um, <laughs> uh, st- staying on the news tip just really quick, and I know Joel, it's going to be hard for you to contain yourself with this next news item. Was there? Hang on. Was there a third piece of news before we get to this one? Uh. Well, I mean, we, we, we have them. We have some sad news. Uh, that's true. That's true. News. Let's well let's let's start with the sad news first. I did for I honestly I did forget about that. The sad news <laughs> is that Comic-Con I was see I was trying to forget it, right? Like for re, forget to remember, remember to forget. Um Comic-Con 21 has been canceled. All right. Here's, here's what I have to say about that. Cheers to that. You already Drink got my bottle earlier. Drink to Comic-Con. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I told I told everybody here who how am I supposed to make out with random strangers if I can't be at <laughs> Comic Con? Yeah, that's that's like your thing, dude. It is. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> COVID strikes again. Uh, yeah, but they can't make out with thing. strangers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's been over a year. <laughs> um, um, I was my girlfriend. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they rolled their badges over from 2020 to 2021, and they're doing the same thing. They're rolling badges over from 2021 to 2022. Yeah. Um, who fucking knows how old we'll be by the next time we go to Comic-Con? I know. But we are still getting Comic-Con at home. Shorter yeah. version of it, though. Only three yeah. days this year. Mm-hmm. And I then that's for the best. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then supposedly some sort of mini in-person event in San Diego in November. Yeah, 7,000 people. I'm very curious as to where, A, where my invite is. Uh, and I know. B, uh, how are they uh, how they're going to do that? Just hit, hit looked, Eddie up again. I've looked at the convention center website. Mm-hmm. They've been unnamed 7,000-person event for the weekend <laughs> of the 20th. Which is oh, presumably that one. Yeah. And then they have a fitness convention thing for the same weekend. Interesting. It's going to be very odd having <laughs> a bunch of nerds and Dude, a bunch of yoga pants people. wearing. Yeah. It's Dude, no. Be interesting. So when they did WonderCon a few years back, they would have like only a quarter of the convention center would be taken up by the yeah. actual mm-hmm. con. And mm-hmm. they would have like gymnastics like convention like, yeah to, like the hall over so you have like all these different conflux of like people's coming together is really interesting so dude that's where you have some of the best conversations though i man. know right you know i mean yeah that's what i'm saying like you're just yeah. you're just at the bar at like two in the morning and you're like you lift weights that's dope man yeah. my my long box of comics probably weighs like 20 pounds yeah just at the tiki <laughs> bar dude drinking fucking red stripes and shit you know I mean, it's like, how many times have we been in the jacuzzi at the Triple M and, like, there's people <laughs> in there friends. that, like, well, no, they, like, are on vacation. And they're like, what is happening? Yeah, there's so many people like, here. Huh? Like, no idea. And we're yeah. like, you how picked a, you picked a bad did you get weekend. this hotel <laughs> this weekend? Like, how much money are you spending for your vacation Seriously. to not be at Comic-Con? <laughs> You're right? Like, what the fuck? But hey, I will try hell and high water to go to this fucking 7,000 person event in November. Yeah. But here's what I told the group in the in the Facebook chat. 
regardless of if any of us get tickets or not, we're going to do what we do best and sneak in. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, Joel. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll fucking say it publicly. I don't give a shit. I can sneak into literally any part of Comic-Con. Hall H, you think that's Fort Knox? Please. Done it already. Snuck people in. I'll sneak someone into the fucking vault of Comic-Con. Let's go. <laughs> Just don't tell Secret Eddie society. that. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the <laughs> let's talk about the other thing, Taylor, that you won't right. let me talk about for a long time. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, but uh we got a new title for your favorite uh web slinger. Pew pew latest movie. Flip flip. Spider Man No Way Home. Indeed. Yeah. After like a weird Twitter tease where they like teased a bunch of fake movies. Title. Yeah, it was definitely it was like... an homage to Tom Holland not being able to shut the <laughs> yeah. fuck up. That's true. That's true. And I will say that the video they released was like very entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, uh, was, it was great. Cute. Yeah. I mean, it was only thirty seconds, but yeah, I mean, this. It, I mean, it definitely poked fun at that. Yeah, totally. And I mean, this 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 title makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think there's like a lot of little hints that they put on that little whiteboard at the end of the video. Yeah. Um, In terms of the hexes and all that stuff, like Mm -hmm. definitely playing into what we're seeing um, currently going on in the MCU. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm excited for the movie still and uh, doesn't really give us any additional information. It does not. I mean, I saw a lot of people online speculating that, like, No Way Home. You know, everybody's just so fucking rock hard for the multiverse right now. Yeah. Everyone was Joel. Like, everyone, <laughs> everyone was speculating. <laughs> everyone was speculating that, that No Way Home <laughs> was that he couldn't get back from the multiverse. But I'm honestly on the other side of that camp, man. I just think it's like No Way Home, like, yeah. He can't go home because he's been exposed as a murderer, or you know, a fake exposed yeah. Yeah. as a murderer. Exactly. And he has to like go into hiding. Well, but I yeah. just don't understand how there's no way everyone on the internet can be this dumb. Like everyone's like, it it's obviously <laughs> the multiverse. And it's like, no, it's obviously because he's in hiding from fucking the murder of Dude, Mystic- like I would not be surprised if multiverse comes into play. Oh, but no, I don't think sure. it's uh like I think it might be oh he has to venture into the multiverse because he can't go home, but I don't yes. think it's oh I'm stuck in the multiverse I can't get home. Yeah. Like right, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. No. And I, I took the, it the multiverse as... is absolutely going to be in this movie and I think that's been confirmed. Yeah. I just like yeah. the title the title is clearly because he's like on the run. Well yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like totally dude, I agree. The way I took it is the way you're describing it as opposed to like the whole multiverse thing where it's like no he just can't go home you know what i mean like yeah literally well and i think it's metaphorically i think it's also like a indicator that like things aren't gonna which we already know but like things aren't gonna be the same like no way home like yeah we're not going back it's a dire situation he can't he can't be the same peter he was because now people know who he is you know yeah Absolutely. Which is why Mephisto. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, we're going to have to have a little discourse on that, I think. Um, we shall. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, very exciting, like I said. Um, I guess the last thing we have before WandaVision is we got a tiny little trailer, which was teased at the beginning of this episode 
in terms oh, yeah. of Mortal Kombat. Joel's. Get uh, over here. Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. Look, guys, that was I'm pretty fam- solid. I'm famous on the Thanks. internet now because of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So nice. I just I just want to go out on a limb and say that like as a kid, I was like a huge Mortal Kombat fan, especially with the movie. The first movie is actually, in my opinion, one of the better video game movies that has mm. been made. I don't want to say it's the mm. best, but like definitely top five, if not top three for me. Like the movie's dated, yes. Uh, what would but, you say is the best? Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of hard to say because I don't honestly don't think there has been a truly great masterpiece level video game movie yet. Like, yeah. there have been movies that have got close. Like, I think Detective Pikachu got close. Like, that movie mm. is a pretty good representation good. of like w- like a, a a video game movie done well. But I almost we, watched that the other day. You still haven't have seen you it. Not seen it. No. Oh, what the it's fuck? very entertaining. It's, Ryan it's I will, maybe I'll, I'll watch Pikachu it today. It's, and you haven't seen it? You know how long it took me to finally see Shazam. Yeah. Don't talk to me about Ryan Reynolds and Pikachu. <laughs> I will say that this is very similar. I'm going to fire her right now. Knowing you, Lauren, I think you're going to love this movie in the way that you love Shazam in terms of like... Well, 100%. Like, I know you like that movie. Like, I know you'll enjoy this movie. Like, it's a really well-told, like, heartfelt movie. But point You're being is that love it. I love the Mortal Kombat movies. I obviously, like you said, Joel, um, played the video games, like, especially the arcade, you know, versions. Yeah. Um, haven't so necessarily kept up with, like, the recent Mortal Kombat lore, which I think mm-hmm. this is kind of integrating a little bit more. But... This movie looks amazing. Like this is no Mortal Kombat Annihilation. You know what I mean? Like this is <laughs> this is the, this property done right. You know what I mean? With a respect for the characters and like really giving the audience what they want to see in terms of like a hard R movie with like really really brutal violence and like hardcore shit yeah. going on in it. And yeah, like, man, you can't do a PG thirteen more. I mean, Kombat one movie. of the it's things, not... yeah. I mean, one of the things. Well, you can do a PG thirteen <laughs> Mortal Kombat movie. It's just not going to be that good. But uh, like, one of the things I appreciate about what you said, Joel, like in your review, was like this movie isn't necessarily taking itself so seriously. You know what I mean? Like, no. it's yeah, yeah, definitely not. I don't want to say it's super tongue in cheek because there's definitely like elements of like the realistic kind of dark nighty Nolan approach. Yeah. You know. Um, but I think it's definitely got self like it's self-aware self-aware exactly yeah I wasn't saying that it was like uh, you know not taking itself seriously in the way that it was being cheesy but yeah. it wasn't shying away from like like yeah. things that like from being a video game normally movie. be able to do. Yeah. exactly yeah. like there's a fucking shot in the trailer where Sub-Zero cuts through Scorpion's arm and the blood freezes and yeah. he turns yeah. and then he stabs, and him, stabs him with it, him with it. Yeah. it's like that's so fucking badass. It really is. Yeah. That was a, cool. It really that's a is. video game. That's a video game movie yeah. scene. And yep. it's just so yeah. cool, man. Yep. Like it's not gonna win any Oscars. No. But like it looks like it could become one of the better video game movies that has ever been made. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. And I think it really comes down to like the story and like how tr- like this movie is definitely going to be fun and it's going to have lots of really cool moments based on the trailer. I just hope that it all connects in a way that like makes it stand out. You know what I mean? Mm. Because you can have like video game movies with like lots of cool moments like that and stuff in it. Like, I mean, 
one of the moments I loved was with like Kano that made me crack up where he's like the the beat at the end with Kano where he's like holding the heart and I don't even remember Kano what he says. fucking wins yeah and it was just like okay like I if if this movie can straddle that line of like being this wild as the trailer suggests and actually tell a decent story with a decent character like have decent character arcs like mm-hmm. it might be a the best video game movie ever made but I it's <laughs> yeah, hard man. to I say mean, that trailer right now definitely... like yeah it has a lot of promise is what I'm saying. Yeah, the trailer definitely promises us a story as opposed to just like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's like oh, like like That's they're the on lore. the hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on the hunt for Sub Zero. Yeah. Right, like he's the one that like rips Jax's arms off. Oh, you know, that like, was so good. Freezing them. Yeah, so like there's so clearly good. like a lore that they're building into this story, and I honestly think that if the original. Mortal Kombat movie was made today. It yeah. would, you know, like, and they had today's technology. Like, it probably, it might not have been so bad. Well, they also uh, probably <laughs> wouldn't have whitewashed it. I mean, as much as I love yeah, Christopher yeah, Lambert very, as fucking Raiden, like, I mean, you know, it's definitely like a more modern, like, culturally inclusive uh, approach. And I know mm-hmm. that a lot of people like, I don't. Like a lot of people, there was a lot of backlash online in terms of like Melina's look in this movie, and we get a small peek at her. But like characters like that, where it's like that. Well, that's what they were. Tart Garner was like kind of the producer of the movie. Was like, just wait, like this is a teaser trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I just love the inclusivity and like just seeing a lot of different characters that we haven't seen um in the movies before. So. I mean, dude, just seeing like Kung Lao and yeah, fucking Kung Lao Luke was Kang, a highlight for like, sure. Yep, yep. Oh my god, man! Like, yep. th- like people that haven't been done like justice yet. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, dude, we even so, got some fucking, we even got some Goro in that. Yeah, I will <laughs> say that I'm not like the biggest fan of CG Goro because the practical Goro in the original movie was like really badass, actually. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna withhold my judgment. I will say though that Joel. Uh, random question if yes. your video for mortal kombat trailer can get ten thousand views would you get a mortal kombat brand <laughs> like fucking Liu kang in the trailer a hundred thousand views oh. how about that <laughs> you get a mortal it's, it's kombat gotten... brand <laughs> or a tattoo i don't, I don't a... want to agree to this because i how think about... it's because i because i think it's i only agree to things i don't think are physically possible <laughs> <laughs> i think that's part of the reason why i suggested it i'm sorry but um if it I mean... gets if it gets if it gets ten thousand views oh by <laughs> comic-con at home i will do i will tattoo mk all right like somewhere on my chest just like really small, just like small yeah. line work, MK. Yeah, fuck yeah. Which could be anything. Look, you, see, you, you see the tattoos Joel, I have. you're I'll willing fucking, to do anything, I'll tattoo for, anything for subscribes and likes. <laughs> Will you let Taylor and I do a poke tattoo of it on you? I mean, I wouldn't no, trust myself. Definitely but not I would trust, No, I, no <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. I would trust Lauren, <laughs> not me, dude. Definitely Do not, not trust me. <laughs> I am shaky, shaky as hell. You know? <laughs> too shaky for that. Definitely not Taylor. Yeah, no uh, way. No okay, way. yes. If if that video gets 10,000 views by July, <laughs> I will do some sort of r- r- random Mortal Kombat tattoo. <laughs> 
someday, oh, someday man. my podcast tattoos are going to come to fruition. Like, yeah. We just keep <laughs> someday it's gonna someone out there has like a manifest of like yeah. on this day, Joel said, <laughs> I mean, it's called me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the manifest. <laughs> oh, yeah. You say that like Taylor and I have not been keeping track this whole time. I know. I remember things. Um, no, seriously though, like this, this, <laughs> this trailer is awesome. Like, I, I think we can all agree that like we really enjoyed it. I hope the movie lives up to it. And wait, yeah, I mean, Go did ahead. you also watch the trailer? <laughs> yes, I did. I oh, it was just Taylor and I like geeking the. I know fuck that's out. no, like... I know no, and it's I. I was just gonna say I don't super. I'm not super familiar with Mortal Kombat. Like. I don't think I've ever played the game. I always get it confused with Street Fighter, which I have played in arcades, but uh, I don't think I've played Mortal Kombat. Explains why Chun um, wasn't in the in the uh, yeah. trailer. Did you guys hear about <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, by yeah. the way? Yeah. No. Okay. Did people think so that? Was, what website yeah. was it? It was some... some website. Someone was like, we're disappointed Chun Li is not in the trailer. And people are like, bro, like that's Street Fighter. That's the wrong not game. Yeah. But did, they, <laughs> did they add an update to the article that was like, we've been recently informed that Chun Li yeah. is from Street Fighter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm familiar with like Sub Zero and Scorpion because right. of a show that I did, um, like nice. a, a video game theater show. Um, but that's like the extent of my knowledge of the game. But the trailer looked dope. Hell yeah! So I'm excited that you're excited because like it's always fun like seeing a like a someone who doesn't necessarily know um, the property like being excited a about girl, the movie. a girl being no, excited. No, not is that at all. Like <laughs> I, I know, I'm just I, kidding. That's not what he said. I'm no, just kidding. I was I'm just I actually kidding. wasn't trying to make that implication <laughs> at all. It's just the fact that you're like a newbie, like you don't know anything yeah. about it. But like the trailer well, made I mean, you excited to watch the movie. Yeah, like, that's a good I sign. mean, you know, like most of the time if it's got good combat in it like i'm probably gonna be down yeah. to watch it and like Warren, you were saying it doesn't just that have good combat of... it has mortal <laughs> i was gonna say only if that combat is mortal then <laughs> um no but like you were saying like when sub-zero like freezes the blood and then uses it's that so as a knife cool. i was like it's, oh my gosh it's so, pretty cool yeah um, so I- i'm down to see it i'm down to see um, it yeah. fun fact paul todd is a huge mortal kombat fan oh he, no shit dude was, Dude, he was geeking oh, the fuck out over dude. text. Dude, all trade. right, so we yeah. gotta get That's Paul funny. Todd to come watch the movie with us, dude. We would geek yeah. so hard, so we'll have hard. Have to tear him away from his cute ass child. I know, dude. <laughs> Why does he, he have to be so had... damn pretty, that guy? I know he's making a beautiful child. <laughs> um, all right, well, I think we should move on from this. It's already been way too long. And, is there um, a sh- is there a show? There might be a show that we've been the watching. People are watching. Wait, I mean, more what we've been watching, you guys? Really? I know. Really? Yeah, this, this is actually all just the we've what been we've been watching, watching episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, WandaVision. On hey. Um. I mean, what are we on? Episodes seven and eight. Seven and eight. Uh, yep. All I have to say is that. This show has gotten a lot of criticism for people not meeting people's expectations. And I think that, like, I have, especially with these last two episodes, I have really enjoyed the 
intricacies and the nuance of what this show is trying to do, as opposed to like providing some big splash. Um, So I don't know. I've, I've really enjoyed these last two episodes and I'm really excited to jump into this with you guys and chat all this stuff. Um, Yeah, man. I, I think the, I think, I think the first big thing to talk about is that everybody, everybody and their fucking mom, their grandma, their mailman, <laughs> their fucking bank teller, their fucking kebab slinger. I think everybody, everybody was talking about who was going to be <laughs> like the Taylor just lights up a bowl. Um, <laughs> I think every, you know, everyone was talking about who this fucking aerospace engineer was going to be. Right, mm-hmm. and in episode seven, it was nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just the army dog. The army was like, "Yo, here's a fucking spaceship looking thing." I will say, I will say, the suit that they give Monica to get into that uh, craft to try to go through the hex is very reminiscent of the Fantastic Four Future Foundation <laughs> costume. Oh yeah, there is still oh, so yeah. there is still maybe you know Some a tie-in for the future, but it but 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 it was just nobody. It yeah, it was not it was not John Krasinski. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I mean that's exactly. definitely some layering that that Marvel you know is obviously known for. But let's 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 jump back a little bit, Joel. Like so, this episode starts in true Malcolm in the Middle fashion, which <laughs> no. is really interesting. <laughs> I mean, dude, what? Episode seven episode, right? No, episode seven is the is the Malcolm in the middles. Malcolm in the middles with an S. There was so it's like there's we thought there was going to be a 90s episode, but it was I thought it was more modern family. Well, actually, like uh, it's definitely elements of that, especially with like the interview stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the specifics of that title intro and the way that like the the uh, no, cameras the all the handheld episode, and stuff, like it's one hundred percent Malcolm in the Middle inspired. The Malcolm in the Middle episode was the Halloween episode. No, that was episode six. Was all new Halloween spooktacular. So we already talked about that, good sir. Yeah, which was the Malcolm yeah. in the Middle episode. No, I'm looking at it right here. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh no, no, no. There is a there is a uh Malcolm in the middle clip. Yeah. At the beginning. In right? the most recent episode. Really? Oh wow. Well. <laughs> um but point being is that they um uh they like come in and like I thought it was uh the the two I thought that was that moment where they had where the two boys were like talking to camera and all that stuff. Um if I'm not mistaken, that and was that's the spectacular episode. Yeah, is that's that the spectacular. So, oh, this gosh. is the one where this I'm is the one so mixed up here. Then you are. This is Jeez. the one where Wanda is in like in bed, not leaving bed. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And she starts seeing all the stuff changing and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's definitely more modern family. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah, so we find she's all that definitely, stuff. definitely she's having like a magic power hangover mm-hmm. from yeah. the spectacular episode. Yeah. yeah. After expanding the hex so yeah, hard yeah, and she's yeah. just lying yeah. in bed not wanting to there come down. There we go. Downstairs. You're right. You're yeah. right. Sorry. 
I'm just all the children. Right now. The children are like, "Help!" And she's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping." Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Um. But Agnes the, offers to watch the watch yep. the children. Exactly. Yep. Which we find out is a bad idea. Ooh. <laughs> Um, I do. I, I will say that I I really love the uh, Monica Rambo origin story in terms of like just seeing her basically get her powers. Um, you know, as she's going through the barrier, that was pretty dope. Yeah, man. I'll yeah. say I will say out of all the episodes in the entire season, this was kind of the one that I. Uh, this might be my least favorite episode. I feel like not much happened. Um except for Monica breaking through the hex and then the very end of the episode. Aside from those two moments, I really didn't give a shit about anything. Like the whole thing well, about Vision and Kat Dennings, like yeah. getting in yeah. the car and trying to like get back home when he can fly, like just the whole, like I understand they were going for the modern family, like, yeah. like a uh, mockumentary joke, mm-hmm. but like most of the episode was like either, um, Agnes and Wanda conversing or Vision and Kat Dennings like talking about his issues and it's like at the end of that conversation that they have he like realizes that he can just leave and he does and it's like you could have done that the whole time like I feel like this is the slowest episode of the entire series I feel like he you know just he just woke up after trying to get out of the hex so I feel like he's disoriented yeah and like frantically trying to figure out what's going on wake starcy up and you know so i don't think he's necessarily thinking straight of like oh yeah i can just fly us home i mean they spend a lot of time in that in that ice cream truck uh on the road like at the stoplight and then the and 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 then like uh like the electrical crew comes in and then like the children are crossing the road. Like there's just, I'm that's just my main gripe with the episode. Right. Like I like, well, I wonder though too, if like, if he tried to fly, what would come in his way then too, you know, because he's Nothing, convinced at the that end of the episode, he just does it. I guess. I don't know. He's just convinced the whole time that Wanda is keeping him from going home, you know? Yeah, I guess. I look the the fact that I'm saying that this is my least favorite episode <laughs> when there's so many, you know, like there's so many great episodes of the show. Like, yeah, it's not a bad episode. It's just my least favorite episode. Yeah, I think yeah. totally. And like, I, I like personally, I think this this episode works for me because it's all character development, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, but I can totally understand where you're coming from in terms of like actually sort of progressing the plot. Um, which is definitely uh, where uh, the 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 episode eight comes into play. But um, I mean, she basically Wanda finally goes into Agnes's house, um, and it's well revealed. before we get there. Before yeah. we get there, like we didn't like you mentioned, like the whole Monica getting her powers thing. Yeah. It's like super cool. You know, it's like awesome. They try to they try to ram like a like a like a sword vehicle through, and yeah. it can't get through. It reminds me of the armadillo from uh, Armageddon, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's like a space rover type thing. 
Yeah. Monica realizes that like things that have already been through the hex can get through again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, against Jimmy Woo's uh, pleas, she just runs full speed at it and pushes through. And uh, she starts like dematerializing into like four different. or five different versions yeah. of Back herself. herself. Yeah. And then we hear d- different voiceovers from like Nick Fury and even Captain Marvel. And she then finally compre- compresses into one of herself and breaks through and gets mm. superpowers. Mm-hmm. Um, in the comics, it is either photon or spectrum. Yeah. Um, when she first gets through, we can see her seeing like radio waves. So I'm 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 thinking they go with spectrum over photon. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. But and she they- does have a little showdown with Wanda. Uh, yeah which she breaks in and they have a little argument and Wanda tries to like manhandle her and her powers manifest when she hits the ground with the superhero landing. Yeah. It's a Deadpool reference. It is a Deadpool reference. Um, Really? That's a Deadpool reference? I didn't realize that. He did it. He did the super... Oh. Whatever, that was Deanna. sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so they they have their little showdown, and then Agnes like yeah. shuffles Wanda away. Yeah, trying to be the good neighbor that she is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and shuffles her along into the uh, into the humble abode, and that's when things get uh, wacky. Right. Yeah, she had said. She, yeah, she had said she was going to watch the kids at the beginning of the episode, so mm-hmm. Wanda could get her little like magic hangover. Uh, that's a perfect up. way to describe it. Her magic hangover. Like, yeah. A, yeah, that's exactly. What, I mean, come on, we've all. I mean, that's really what it is. At the though. beginning of the episode, that's exactly what we all look like when we have a hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wanda's starting to notice some weird things in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, like the sandwiches are eat, like half eaten, and the kids are nowhere to be seen. Or heard. Yeah, there's a fly on the window. Mephisto? Um, Oh, God. (laughs) Get it? Because a fly is the sign of Satan. Well, no, Mephisto first uh, appears in the comic books as a a fly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll we'll address that in the next... We'll address that in the next episode, but... uh, She goes downstairs. Uh, mm Mm-hmm. Where the children are supposedly mm, at. Mm, 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 mm. And what happens? We get the most brilliant musical cue uh, and reveal of all time. I'm not even kidding. Like, the song is still stuck in my fucking head. Like, I could sing it to you well, right now if I wanted to. Did you Did you guys see the the Twitter video I sent you on the theme song? Perhaps. I don't think so. So they have the same musical cue Mm -hmm. built into every musical bit in every episode leading up to that. That is why it is such an earworm because Uh, you've been hearing that same series of notes in some capacity. It's mixed up slightly every time and like tampered with, but it's in Mm -hmm. every song in every episode. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's, I, I mean, 
bravo to marvel because like that's what i would expect from them you know what i mean like that level of detail in terms of yeah. that kind of stuff for me it kind of reminded me of like uh it i don't know i had like a like like a like a monsters vibe you know oh, what it's i mean definitely or like, monsters inspired that's what i'm saying 100 like, and it was like once it happened it was like oh my god like this they they really went there you know what i mean yeah they, they really went there and katherine Hahn really sang this song and like Catherine Hahn. The witch laugh. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. Like, oh, I killed Sparky too. I told you. I told you she had something to do with Sparky. It's so like cheeky and self aware and in the best way possible. Like, I could not love that reveal anymore. So that's all I have to say. Well, and like, Like, you know, the, the, reveal of the basement too of like yeah. all of the yeah. stuff all of the easter eggs in yep. in the basement dark hold. too the yep. dark hold is down there uh that's a uh a book that's mm-hmm. all dark magic have you heard of a dude mm-hmm. named dormammu have you heard of a dude mm-hmm. named yeah. mephisto so actually uh, in doctor strange there's like a book missing um yeah and some are theorizing that that is the book interesting yeah. probably um, Which would make sense. We didn't actually we didn't actually say it uh, in 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 the podcast so far. Agnes yeah. is revealed to be Agatha Harkness, which yes. uh, we all kind of theorized from the very beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's Spoilers. cool that, that we were proven c- correct. Yeah. Um, but she she reveals herself to Wanda as not the only witch in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. 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 And that's it. A little, little preamble set up. Yeah. Well, that's not it. There's a mid credit scene where oh. Monica is trying to find Wanda, and who? But Pietro shows up and says, "Snoopers gonna snoop." Pietro. Fiat. Oh yes, we do as, get as Agnes. Ooh, Fiatro. this is a good. <laughs> this is a good theory part so of good. the podcast because she says, um. That she couldn't bring back Aaron Taylor Johnson from the dead because he was dead and on and and, and on another continent and full right? of holes, yeah, and full of holes. But she doesn't say that it's not a real Pietro. She just says it's not like her Pietro. Exactly. Yeah. She still she still makes reference that it is a, a. Pietro. Which yeah. still, which still, until they say otherwise, still lends credence to Fox X Men. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's never been ruled out as far as I'm concerned. But you know, before they they do, I mean, that is you know at the beginning of episode eight where they kind of lean into that. But I wanted to talk to you guys first about what you thought the whole prologue sequence with like Agatha. Um, in like Salem, like 1860s and all that stuff. Because oh, for me, did we, did we? Sorry, before we get onto that, did yeah. we want to talk about the commercial of episode? Oh, um, seven as well. The antidepressant one, right? The Nexus antidepressant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, I think we're gonna get to that in the next episode because we definitely, I think we see proof of that in the next episode. Um, but yeah, the commercial is uh, Nexus, which was a an an, an antidepressant mm-hmm. commercial 
where there's really two theories on this, and I think they're both right, is Nexus was the, I, I don't think platform is the right word, but like Nexus was where Tony was keeping Vision slash Vision. Ultron when he yeah. was mm-hmm. like making him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also in the comic books, a Nexus being is a human who is an anchor point for all mm. time and space. Mm-hmm. And so, whereas Pietro is Aaron Taylor Johnson and Evan Peters across two different multiverses, yeah. a Nexus being would be Wanda Maximoff, Wanda Maximoff, Wanda Maximoff. Like she is the same human across all universes, mm-hmm. um, which as we talk more about episode eight, I think is a proven fact. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think Nexus does have mm. a couple different meanings there, but I think it is a huge, huge Easter egg on her being the most powerful being in the entire Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, definitely agree in that regard. I mean, she's probably the most powerful character that we've been introduced to. I mean, Captain Marvel maybe comes close. Um, but I mean, even in, in Infinity War, like if Wanda doesn't, like if, if Thanos doesn't cheat, like Wanda takes him out. You know what I mean? Oh my God. So yes, it's like they've, they've already established like that fact, which is good. Yeah. Okay, look, guys. I know I said <laughs> that episode five or whichever one Pietro showed up in was the most important piece of Marvel media in the history of the world. But I think that this episode eight is the most important piece of Marvel media wow. that has ever been That's saying a lot. shown to us. Explain. I know, man. I mean, Explain. look, no, no, if you... Lauren, please <laughs> <laughs> debate. No, I mean, I, I would say that's a fairly valid thing to say. You get a lot of extrapolation on a lot of things. Yeah. Pretty quickly. I I gotta say, the pacing of this episode made it not one of my favorites, but I agree with you that it's there's a lot of pretty, stuff in it. They do move through it pretty quickly. It could yeah. have been it it definitely could have been a longer episode. I mm-hmm. will agree with that. Um but like Taylor tried to jump into a little prematurely earlier, <laughs> it does open up with the Salem Witch Trials, Agatha Harkness literally face wrecks like nine witches and her mom who was like the queen witch. Yeah. It seems like involuntarily just the magic within her like protects her, which yeah. makes yeah. her a pretty powerful witch. And yeah. then we cut back to her having um literally ensnared Wanda, which yeah. you know how powerful she is, so that's not an, an easy feat in a like protection hex yeah. in mm-hmm. her basement. And she talks about how how she is a witch and how like Wanda also has to be a witch yeah, because of the things that she's done. And then, like I said earlier, the fly being Mephisto, she's um, demonstrating spells for Wanda and turns the fly into like a dove, but then she flicks the fly into Senor Scratchy's mouth and he eats him. So yeah, not Mephisto. Uh, well, so <laughs> personally, I just the reason why I wanted to bring that up just to like backtrack a little bit, Joel, is like the whole 
origin of Agatha. Like, I get why they thought it was necessary, but personally, I would have rather seen because, like, that 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 whole opening sequence was like kind of long, and like it was. It's not that it was bad, but I would have rather like two minutes. <laughs> It, yeah. it was actually a little bit longer than that. Like, the, I mean, for an action sequence, like, not a lot happens for the amount of runtime it takes up. And yeah. yes, like, I, it's not, again, not that I think it's bad. Like, I don't, first of all, I don't think we needed it for Agatha. Like, I think Agatha was set up well enough that, especially with everything that happens after the opening sequence, like, it would have been enough. And well, B, it would have allowed them to spend a little bit more time on all the stuff that comes thereafter. You know what I mean? I don't know. I do think it was a little bit necessary because it shows us that, like, also she's old. Yeah. Like, she's she's not the same age that she looks. Yeah. She's hundreds of years old. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's true. and it also Clearly shows that, ma- like, magic is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it shows that, like, well, uh, that magic is not just, yeah, yeah. I also wonder. I don't know, like, the fact that she kills her own mom, basically. Yeah, like, who her mom is, if that matters, or if it's just she's from a line of witches, she ended up being powerful. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if that'll come into play again. Yeah, but I personally, I think it was. I don't know. I think it was a more effective way to show us further her backstory aside from like, obviously she's a powerful witch. Yeah. No, without I mean, saying I yeah. was, you know, in the Salem witch trials. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like no. seeing it is always better in my absolutely, opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't think it was telling. bad. Yeah. Like I, I just think that there was, there's something that felt off about it to me. Like, that's what I'll say. Um, again, it's not it that I hated a, it. It was fine. I feel like it was a strangely acted scene well part um, of it is that uh they de-aged um katherine hahn i mean i think that which is that a was part fucking of crime because she is <laughs> fucking perfect i mean lola i'm pretty sure lola did the vfx on this because they're the vfx house that de-ages everybody in any hollywood movie that you've seen and mm-hmm. this one definitely felt a little bit rushed it was not bad, but as soon as I watched it, I was like, there's there's de-aging happening here. Like, no doubt. You know what I mean? Not only the, the obvious age difference, but, like, you could tell. You know what I mean? It had For me, it kind of had that Tarkin in Rogue One kind of feel. Um, oh, God, so, yeah. You know, I'll say that. Anyway, uh, Agatha is just fucking straight-up manhandling Wanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is no easy feat. She plucks a little hair out of her head, kind of like Doctor Strange did to Thor. Yeah. Um, and she pushes it towards a door. And mm-hmm. Wanda goes on a mission. The episode is titled Previously On. Yeah. We go through a flashback series of Wanda's life. We get a lot of explanations for commercials, yeah. like uh, the first bomb that landed in her house was the beeping toaster. Mm -hmm. But Agatha actually explains a lot of how she, Wanda is the she, said that the bomb just didn't go off. They were lucky. 
And Agatha says, no, you did a probability hex on the bomb. So Mm -hmm. she's trying to imply that even before Wanda came in touch with the Mind Stone, she was a witch. She had powers before she became the one that makes her a mutant well of course gonna get there at some point sorry but i was gonna say it means that she's like in it in a certain respect like an enhanced mutant because the soul stone plus the mutant gene you know what i mean um well i think the soul so i think this is intent like i think this is um hand in hand with my theory of her hex creating mutants when it passes over them, yeah, I think yeah. the Mind Stone activated her X gene, yeah. which when the, then she does that to other people will yeah. also activate mm-hmm. their X gene. Yeah. Um, but we see a lot from her life. We see like why she likes um, sitcoms. There's a whole box of like all of the shows we've seen, Malcolm in the Middle, The Dick Van Dyke Show, mm-hmm. I Dream of Jeannie, all, all of these shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of just goes through her whole life. We do see that Hayward lied about her stealing Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to Hayward to try to bury Vision, and he's a total prick. And it's like, that's $3 billion worth of vibranium. Yeah. You can't take him. Yeah. And they're dismantling Vision. Too. Well, yeah. Pretty sloppily. Even, a, yeah. Right. I mean, even before that, though, like, I think the scene that actually hit me the most was, like, the scene of them in the Avengers compound, which I think is before, right, she, uh, right before she goes to the um, sword compound. Yeah. Um, And it's just this really, like, quiet scene. You know what I mean? It's, like, very much a character scene. Like, you know, it's definitely something that we've kind of, like, especially in Civil War, like, we saw them kind of awkwardly interacting and in like you know in the avengers compound and like it's very much like the budding of their relationship that comes to fruition in the show and like the way that it adds context to like their relationship and adds an emotional core to it you know mm-hmm. i mean even on twitter like everybody's been lampooning well, they're saying it's the, the line. best line of all time i don't yeah. think it's i don't i don't I, yeah line. i don't think it's the best line of all time but For me, it's not the writing, right? It's the fact that these movies and this universe has been building up. Like, it's the work. It's all the legwork that you put into building that relationship, right? This this line would not work without everything that had been done before WandaVision. And I think it's a testament to, like, what... If not love, perseverance. Yeah. You know, one of my best... One of my favorite... uh, One of my favorite, like, parody lines of that is, like... What is a uh, what is a pickle but a cucumber persevering? <laughs> this is pretty bad, right? But it's it's pretty funny at the same time. Uh, but no, I I mean, there's a lot of a lamp- cucumber preserving, persevering. Sorry, uh, preserving. Either way, same thing. Um, I know, I get it. Um, <laughs> I understand the joke, Lauren. I understand the joke is what I'm saying, but. Point B is not podcast drunk. eh, It's fine. (laughs) It is what it is. Um, I am not for the record. So I know. Um, But yeah, I mean, like point being is I thought it was a really like brilliant emotional moment. You know what I mean? And like, I think people are poking fun in that in a way that actually doesn't acknowledge like 
the the work that this universe has put into like making moments like that happen. Man, I haven't so, yeah, seen people I making fun of it. I've seen people yeah. actually like really like, there's, like revering the writing. Yes, yeah. but there's also been a lot of like people in the entertainment blogosphere realm like poking fun at it. Like, I just feel like that it like it shows like this is almost the I think catalyst of their relationship. Yeah, like is very like much him. So understanding Mm -hmm. where she's at and so just the fact that like their relationship was almost built on her grief and Mm then lost in her grief and creating great like yeah yeah i thought it was very well done absolutely you guys know that when she's down there and she says i can't feel you that's a callback exactly she says i "I just feel you And you know when Vision dies in that movie called Endgame that I have right here that has Taylor's name on it? <laughs> hey, close up on the on the quote there. I love it. I love it, Joel. Um, Thank you. Right before he dies, he just says, I just feel you. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and Absolutely. That's and that like that's what I'm saying. It's like the setups and the payoffs in this universe are so good, you know? And like see, Do you part think of Kevin my... Feige sleeps ever, or is he no. just no, he's, just, he's really he's good at connecting robot. the dots. He's he's a really good at compartmentalizing. Um, yes, I saw is. an interview with him where he was like, "Oh, uh, I have a development me- development meeting at two, and then I have a production meeting at four, and then I have, uh, you know, a script meeting uh, at six, and then we have a post meeting at eight. Like he is one of the best compart I can't say compartmentalizers um, in the <laughs> film industry." <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, jumping into the whole vision thing, like, I just think it's really interesting the way they play that scene, knowing what the post credit stinger of the episode is. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to jump that far ahead, but no, not yet. exactly. But I think it's really tragic, actually, what's happening to vision yeah. in that scene on top of all the tragedy that he's dealt with at this point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's clear that Hayward from that scene is trying to at least harvest the vibranium for some reason. Well, I think it's, you know? I think it's, I think it's actually more I mean, than yeah, that, and it's... I don't want to get too far. No, into it's definitely it, but... more than that. I'm yeah. just saying, in that scene when you're watching yeah. it, not yeah, 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 knowing yeah. what comes later, yes, 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 it's yes, like, yes. okay, clearly he's just trying because he won't let her bury him. Yes, three billion dollars. Yes. He's trying to harvest the vibranium for something. Yeah. Um, which is why he's like dismantling what's left yeah. of Vision, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Which is rough. Yeah. rough. yeah, yeah, it's messed up. Directly after that, we f- we we find Wanda driving to the actual Westview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's man, I think this is one of the most heartbreaking MCU scenes. Maybe, maybe next to the snap, dog. Um, yeah. She shows up to Westview. We actually see all of we we see fucking uh, Herb. We see fucking De- Deborah Dro Rupp. Yeah. We see mm-hmm. all of the people that she has created. You know that like have these personalities in the yeah. hex that we've already met before. And she shows up to a plot of land of an empty house, and she has a deed that's signed by. And this is a cute Easter egg. It's yeah. the Vision is his mm-hmm. legal name on the. <laughs> um that's a cute nod to the comics yeah um but there's a heart on it that's like this is where we can grow old or whatever it says yeah but that's the heart on the calendar in the first two episodes not 
you know what they say it is like the boss yeah his last name is the heart and she gets so overwhelmed with grief yeah that the and i'm gonna fucking say it the (laughs) chaos magic just fucking explodes from her body Mm -hmm. and she creates the house from scratch we see the hex expand. She creates, you know, all the new billboards, all the new townspeople and houses. And then that red magic streams a little yellow out of it. And yeah. she straight up creates a brand new vision. vision yeah. yeah. So we didn't um, e- exactly touch upon in the flashbacks, though, her interaction with the stone, also. Speaking of the yeah, other. I was hoping for a little bit more of that with like the Hydra and like Strucker and all that shit. Oh right, that is that is part of the Nexus uh, uh, string of thought that we were yeah. having about the last episode. Is yeah, they do touch on her volunteering to uh, talk to the Mind Stone, which like yeah. no one else had done, I yeah. guess before. Or, yeah. or I guess they they had all died. Yeah, and when she touches it. In 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 her eye reflection, you see her in her Scarlet Witch costume, like descending upon her, mm-hmm. which I think is just her from another you know universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is really interesting. That I guess the Mind Stone was like drawn to her. Bec- yeah, I don't because of the because yeah. of the mutant gene, like a magnetic probably. attraction type of thing. Mag- like Magneto. <laughs> See what I did there? Um, <laughs> yes, we do, Taylor. Yes, we do. Um, but I thought it was interesting, too, that, like, that the people observing her couldn't see what happened. Like, it blipped out. Yeah. Right, yeah. They didn't yeah, see that a, interaction that she had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly, it, like, know? how she was editing all of the footage of, yeah. like, the show. Yeah. Um in the first couple episodes she like you know like it jumped in time and they could only mm-hmm. see yeah. one one part of it um yeah i just yeah, uh, thank you for pointing that out because that is like a much like that is very much more proof of like the nexus being um theory that they brought up in the last episode was like her yeah. seeing herself in the future and like as the scarlet witch uh i i just think you know the fact that we see that she has an interaction with this stone that like ends up being part of vision like i think that further explains their connection as well yeah but i mean it also adds like a whole nother like twist of the thing where it's like okay the whole time like early in the series like they show they they basically showed us like her breaking in so we always assumed that it was actual vision as opposed to like her interpretation of vision you know what i mean based on the magic that's like released at that point so like i think that's why it 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 really works well because it it comes back to like that whole idea of like vision not quite knowing who he is and like the whole confusion that comes with that and also on a completely unrelated note i just wanted to note that uh that that she also managed to give vision a massive wang in that uh recreation there i don't know if you guys pause that but there are some screenshots that are very um very interesting so i'll just leave it at that did not see that not there (laughs) i I didn't notice it either and then i found the screen somebody posted them on twitter and i was like oh 
Interesting. Are you sure okay. that they're authentic screenshots? They might not be, but it's still. Taylor's following a triple I mean, X yeah, it's still. It, I mean, it, it makes it makes one think, right? It makes the mind wander when Wanda can do whatever she wants. This I mean, ain't Watchmen, you know. Yeah, right. exactly. This ain't no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but so back this ain't to no the, Doctor Manhattan, man. Yeah. Uh, she Sorry, literally, because her powers are of of the Mind Stone, she literally, like, you see the red magic exploding everywhere, and then, yeah. like, a yellow strand come out of it yeah. and literally create, like, a new vision out of nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because we all theorized, and, you know, like, we were lied to by Hayward, we all thought she was carrying a dead vision around. Um, and it turns out that she just literally created a new vision out of nothing mm-hmm. yeah which yeah. isn't which it's, is a testament to her physical power well it's mm-hmm. i like not to confuse words there but it's i think it's also powerful emotionally you know what i mean like like the the sheer amount of emotion that it takes to conjure something like that like even uh subconsciously like is yeah crazy you know what i mean and so the fact that they're actually going there in terms of this character like really says a lot um about the storytelling prowess you know it kind of it harkens back to you know the halloween or not the halloween episode but the the episode where sparky dies and the kids are like begging her to bring it back and she says Mm -hmm. you know i can't do that yeah she's right she she hasn't done that we all thought she had and was just being kind of hypocritical but no she she hasn't done that yeah, we find yeah, out. Which in this I think is a big motive for uh, Agatha. Honestly, is I think she thinks that Wanda can do something like that, mm-hmm. and so because that's why she like when the kids were like, "Just bring him back to life," and she was like, "You can do that." Yeah. I think she's I she she keeps talking about this Ralph, right? That's we haven't seen any of. I think mm-hmm. maybe she wants Wanda's powers to be able to bring someone back from the dead, which is what she thinks mm-hmm. Wanda has done with the vision. Mm-hmm. I think that may be a motive for hers, uh, you know, aside from her motives of mm-hmm. wanting to be like the top tier boss bitch, which she <laughs> is currently not because Wanda is around. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I assumed Ralph was just like a cover story, but. Maybe you're right. I think maybe she's lost somebody that she, because uh, she does make the mention of like not being able to bring Aaron Taylor Johnson back from the dead, right? Like yeah. she doesn't have that ability. Yeah. And if she thinks that Wanda does have that power because Vision is back, she wants that power. Well, it sounded like she didn't have the ability because he wasn't physically nearby. Yeah, I just don't. Yes, also. Yes, because she does mention the continent thing, but I also don't think she has like necromancy powers because she does say mm-hmm. like, I think she says necromancy was out of the question. As I like, mm. I don't know if that's an ability that she has. I as... thought she said necromancy is out of the question because he's on another continent. Ooh. I could be wrong. No, but... she does. She does say that, but I. Th- but also you think, think there's more maybe... to it. Yeah, I just think like mm-hmm. maybe you have to be a certain like power level of oh sure magic to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I also wonder too, like because she talks about you know 
Wanda having chaos magic. I don't know that she like I don't know that Agatha necessarily has chaos magic. I think she works with dark magic for sure. We know that. Oh no, but, like, Wanda's the <laughs> only person who has that ability. Right. So maybe that's you know it would make sense yeah. that necromancy was chaos magic versus dark magic. Right, for sure. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaotic <laughs> to bring <laughs> someone back from the dead. Right. Um, it's a little kinky and a little chaotic. You just want necrophilia in this I show so bad, Joel. Say <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're still team terrible. dead vision, that's so terrible. Um yeah, so I mean the hex goes across the entire town and then uh she, like Agatha basically looks like, yo, you're working with chaos magic. Um and then I think the moment you said is perhaps the most important thing. Well, yeah. I mean, so the whole the whole last scene is kind of what I think is. So it's a thread through the whole episode where we see the Nexus Scarlet Witch, in my opinion, when we see her floating down like this in the yeah. yellow glow, mm-hmm. right? The... Uh, kind of towards the end of the episode we see uh, some more flashbacks of like wanda's life there's more like uh sitcom bullshit and then wanda is able to uh escape out into the street and agatha has billy and tommy under some sort of like magic heart like like a lasso i guess Mm -hmm. um and she and this is why I think she wants the magic is because she delivers some sort of a monologue like we all thought this was magic that was a myth like this shit didn't exist right she's like so intrigued I I, I think that's why she's been so intrigued with Wanda the whole season yeah she's been like it's studying like, her yeah she wants what Wanda has right yeah. she says like this is magic that we didn't think was even possible. Uh, yeah. Like you, yeah. you are a myth to us. And then she does drop the name. Like this is chaos magic, Wanda, which makes you the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. And she drops the fucking name. It's pretty good. Which, and the reason I say it's very important is because this whole, this whole episode has said that Wanda had powers before she interacted with the Mind Stone. Yeah. And she is the Scarlet Witch, and she has the chaos magic. Mutants, baby. She's a mutant. She's always been a mutant. Mutants are real forever and always. Yep. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a great reveal, a great delivery, like, the the cutaway to it all. Like, I will say the whole lasso around the twins neck was a little bit like disney channel kind of feeling a little bit but uh like and like not in a bad way i'm just meaning visually like effects weren't that great um but uh i love the delivery i love the cliffhanger like um yeah everything about episode nine i'm looking forward to um i mean and then there's obviously the post credits scene which i actually yes. watched this episode before we get to that yeah go ahead wanda being as powerful as she is and agatha acknowledging as such if she's not in agatha's like 
uh, protective spell dungeon. Like what chance does she think she has? Like if, if like, if, if, if Wanda is this chaos magic nexus, powerful boss bitch, like how, like, why would you ever, why would you ever take her out of your dungeon where you had control of her? Like you're just going to get your shit wrecked because she's not working alone. Mephisto. You think so? I, yeah, it's Mephisto, obviously. Yeah. There's no way that she's the big bad of the show and it's just ending there. Really? There's no way. Okay. Mephisto. I, I, my first inclination was to be like, okay, like, check your expectations. Don't expect, like, some big reveal at the end of the series. Like, this, like, this show is what it is. And that's partly me wanting to not get excited about potential reveals in the final sure. episode. Yeah. Well, but we still haven't gotten this, that big old cameo that Paul Bettany was I so mean, excited for. For all we know, so, it, it could have been the Quicksilver himself. cameo. Yeah. And, no. it, and no, himself. he's, I thought he said that it wasn't Evan. He did. He's, he said it was not Evan Peters, but it's but, himself. Like you said, I mean, He's never fought no, someone this. That no, that was a joke from me because it's not going to be himself. Because <laughs> we'll get to the post credit scene yeah. is Hayward stole a little bit of Wanda's magic from the drone yeah. and uh, uh, reinvigorated. Let's say yeah. he he gave a little hex Viagra yeah. to yeah. Dead Vision and created what comic knowers viewers readers will know as white vision indeed um which indeed. is emotionless soulless weapon yep. murdering vision, vision without the Ooh. compassion but let me say this that's just ultron so yep the cameo which... is going to be james spader you think so mm, no yeah it, oh oh my god White Vision is going to have James Spader's voice 100. percent I will really? put that's hard. A pretty, that's I a will bold even with all the dude, hard, that's a pretty even with all the, I will put hard money on this. Wow. Even with all the controversy over him, and also, didn't Paul Bettany and him work together already? Then I don't know if they were ever on set together. I'm not. But why would they be on set together now? I'm not saying that's the big cameo that they're talking about. I'm just making a speculation that White Vision will be Ultron. Mm. I mean, that makes I, sense. I don't know. I don't know. With all the problems surrounding James Spader. Well, yeah. That but... they would bring him back for this. Yeah. Could be true. Uh, uh, Paul Bettany, as the Vision, was Jarvis, right? The only reason that the Vision has... Paul Bettany's voice is because Ultron was merged with Jarvis. Yeah. If they're bringing just the original vision back online, it is going to be Ultron. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I it makes sense considering five they named, American dollars. Considering they name dropped <laughs> Ultron, like I would not be surprised by that. Like it, it would make sense. But honestly, at the, at upon seeing that scene, like that wasn't my first thought. My first thought is like, yo, vision, like white vision, which is real vision, is going to like fight fake vision, which is kind of real vision. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like for me that that's like the big takeaway I took is like, okay, 
you know, Scarlet Witch and Agatha are going to duke it out in the final episode somehow. And whether there's like a big or bad, we'll find out. But it's definitely going to be like vision versus vision. You know what I mean? Which is like kind of an interesting idea, especially if you take the emotion away from that character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, even even crazier theory, one is going to use hex magic to take the vision who has a soul but no body and a vision who has a body but no soul and smoosh them together so she has a vision to take home. That could be a good, like, aww moment, you know? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Them coming full circle. Hmm. It's going to be one of those things where they're like shooting their head beams at each other and they're like, yeah. it's like going one. It's Final like, battle of Hogwarts. Go, yeah, yeah, it's like, course. oh, it's going towards one end, but then it's now it's going towards the other end. Yeah. No, but now it's back in the middle. Yep. Um, it's going to be like the, uh, the she'll combine them too. It's going to be like the okay, now Voldemort, kiss. Gandalf, or Gandalf. The final battle of Hogwarts. I would pay so much money to see Gandalf fighting Voldemort. (laughs) No, I was going to talk about the fight from Order of the Phoenix, man. Like a clash of the titans. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Uh, But I will say I am pumped as fuck to see White Vision, man. So this is clearly West Coast Avengers. This is Mm -hmm. directly straight from the comic books. They try to recreate Vision. He's laid out on the table in West Coast Avengers, just like he is in this episode. Yeah. White Vision's gonna be fucking dope, man. And I like I it's going to be Ultron. I would put so much fucking money on it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out soon. If I'm if I'm right about this, I don't have to get a Zack Snyder tattoo ever. <laughs> How about that? No. Oh, come Sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> House odds here. House odds. You guys suck. <laughs> Who do we, who do we think? I still think Doctor Strange is going to come in. I mean, I would not be surprised if he made a cameo, but I would also not. I would. I wouldn't be disappointed if he didn't make a cameo. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly would say maybe that'd be like end credits. Oh yeah. Right, totally. Just to set up, totally the crossover for multiverse. Yeah, it'll be like a th- like a like again like a Thor Ragnarok type of you know post credits. Yeah, but I also I don't know I don't know that he will because they already know each other, well, so we don't necessarily need a setup. You yeah, know? and it, honestly, the thing you have to keep in mind is that they have already basically shot Multiverse of Madness, and Marvel yeah. has been known to like have the director of that movie direct the post credit scene that like goes in the movie that comes out before it. Um, so yeah. like they could very well take a scene from multiverse of madness um, and use that as the post credits. So I would not be surprised if something like that happened. I will say that Agatha says that she came to Westview because she sensed the hex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if she sensed the hex, there's no physical way that the fucking sorcerer Supreme doesn't know what's going on right now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where I was saying, like, the, the missing book that they set up in Doctor Strange, like, yeah. could very well be connected to Agatha. So I guess my question is for you guys, like, what is the... I mean, you've kind of already made a little bit of a bold prediction, but, like, what what is the prediction of... I'm of, Mr. Bold Prediction. I know. 
Uh, clearly. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, like, what is your final prediction? I guess you, I guess if you will, like, for what's going to happen in the finale of this series. I mean, clearly, White Vision versus Vision. Yeah. I mm-hmm. still, I still look. Maybe, maybe some more Nexus powers from Wanda. Mm-hmm. Maybe we see her from a different universe, uh, mm-hmm. helping herself mm. uh, fight. You know, kind of like the Monica Rambo, like how, how she split into yeah. a few. Maybe we see some more Wandas helping current Wanda. Um, I. I'm going to tell myself that this is not going to happen. So when it does, it'll be cooler. Um, uh, more, more, more X-Men stuff. So like maybe a <laughs> Professor X, maybe a Magneto yeah. uh, cameo. Look, I mean, uh, John can... Krasinski didn't happen. So clearly this isn't going to happen, but it would be so cool. Like if a boy, like a boy can yeah. wish, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, we also like need to find out what happened to Monica. Yeah. Oh, she'll she'll showcase no. her powers, sure. and it'll be Wanda and Monica versus Agatha, and then yeah, Vision but versus like Vision, Fiatro like found her, and then Fiatro. that's the last that we've seen of her. So like, is Agatha like now hiding her somewhere? Yeah. Like, good point because when Fiatro found her, she did have purple in her eyes, as if she was being controlled by Agatha. Now, yeah. So mm. that is a good point. She may start on Agatha's side and then like you know through sheer power of like we're the good guys show yeah. totally turn and help Wanda I also wonder if we're gonna see more of of Agatha after this show he, okay wow are you ready to go to Joel's fucking crazy theory corner <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember in Doctor Strange when Baron Mordo said too many sorcerers? Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. sort of close to no more mutants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe Baron Mordo and Agatha have a similar agenda. Agenda. And if like if because Baron Mordo's not dead at the end of Doctor Strange. He's no, still he's out there. very much. They have yeah. a first credit scene with still him. Still out there. Yeah. No, yeah, where he takes the magic from the dude and then he can't walk anymore, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. So yep. if if we see any more of Agatha, I think she may be teaming up with a certain Baron Mordo Dope. in the Multiverse of Madness. That would mm. make sense. I would be cool with an Agatha cameo. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm. I mean, personally, the answer could also be no. We won't see her again. Yeah, but if yeah, we do, I, I think it'll like, be tied to him. I feel like having the reveal of her be the second to last episode seems like a waste of character if we're never actually going to see her again. Yeah, which is why I, I think we're absolutely. Right. I mean, yeah. we also thought we were never going to see Darcy again, and that she showed up in this series. You know what I mean? Like. As far as yeah. I was concerned, like Darcy as a character was done because she was kind of just basically dropped, like in Thor Ragnarok. So, yeah, you know, they're, they're like I would say never say never. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like I if it like I hope that Agatha has a complete arc at the end of this, mm. so that if they don't ever do anything with her again, like it will hopefully stand alone. 
But if they do, you can also expand on it. So that's kind of what the, I'm hoping for. You know, it's just I like read a complete an series. interview with Shackman today. Yeah. Who said um, Wanda's story is not complete at the end of this show. Absolutely and it will be. Not. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and it will continue into the multiverse of madness. So, well, yeah. For sure. Um, totally. We also, we also have Dottie. We, yeah. D- d- what like, has happened to Dottie? Mm, we don't know yet. Yeah. I feel like that there is a Doctor Strange girlfriend such a particular casting that has, choice. Yeah, mm. There is a Doctor Strange romantic interest in the comic books who is a blonde who is a sorcerer that we could see. Those are my the people can't see it, but these are my sorcerer hands. <laughs> Joel is flailing my, yeah, as he my talks. My sorcerer hands. um yeah i just feel like that's such a particular casting choice to have barely used her you mean throughout the series uh, a vengeance demon yeah (laughs) from buffy the vampire slayer exactly and in an episode with a bunny like you know it's a lot going on there that hasn't paid off yet well, and if you notice when Wanda and Monica are having kind of their standoff in the front yard, they do cut to Dottie, who kind of like takes notice of what's happening. She's kind yeah. of like, hmm, what's going on over there? Yeah. I think she will play some sort of role in the finale, large or not. I th- yeah. I, th- I think we'll get some sort of a who she really is scenario. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, so so many questions posed that can only be answered not by us, not by our listeners, but by this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the final episode. The final the episode that ever... has that has Magneto and Professor X and Doctor Strange <laughs> and, and is two hours long. And... Yeah, it's a whole movie. We're all seeing it in theaters together. <laughs> Oh man. Exactly. Those were exactly. the days. Those were gonna be huh? crazy. Those were the days. Yeah. One day. Get all nostalgic and shit for the theater, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Taylor, you said you didn't you you didn't like this episode as much as all the other episodes? Uh no, I thought it was fine. I was just I had slight problems with the intro. Like I thought everything that came thereafter was like really great. I just wish that we could have seen a little bit more of it. Um, and they would have just spent a little bit more time on like, like, there's no reason why this episode couldn't have been an hour. You know what I mean? Um, and really dug mm-hmm. into the character stuff even more. Um, I liked it. I mean, for me, I'm my prediction is I'm not going to try to get my hopes up. I don't want to think it's like Mephisto or like hope for Reed Richards or like any of that shit. Like, just tell the story. Right. Like, just close out the story. Make me fucking feel something and I will be happy. Um, So for me, I think I'm actually going to check. Like my prediction is that there's not going to be another big reveal in terms of a character or a moment. Like maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be some really great action moments and stuff like that. But like my prediction is that we've seen most of what this show has to reveal. And now it's just all about resolving the conflict. So who knows? Warren. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think um I think especially being the first MCU TV show that yes, some things are going to resolve, but I also think this whole series is 
also a giant setup for something else. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I I don't think it's while it will be self-contained and that like we won't get more WandaVision um, because obviously we're past that point of, yeah. you know, the, the TV show aspect of it. Yeah. Um, so there's no point in continuing this series as is. Um, aside from, you know, Joel mentioning that interview with Shackman where he says Wanda's story isn't done. Yeah. Um, I, I, didn't expect it to be completely resolved by the end of this so i think something big is going to happen Mm -hmm. i don't know what but i think something big is going to happen that will be a a cliffhanger perhaps uh so worldwide bubble or hex that turns people into X maybe men i know i said that i know i said that before i don't know now man there's so many (laughs) hex men there's so many new theories yeah, now totally after this last five yeah months, yeah man, I no i know i was it. just making a terrible joke i understand like wanting theories. to keep your expectations though Ex- but i just expectations yeah exactly oh your, your, ex- <laughs> pe- your x-men expectations low oh that's like a <laughs> jar like joel right in the heart you know it's like get to the Ugh. core of the issue yeah um Okay, simple yeah. yes or no question. Taylor, does Vision survive the series? Yes and no. That's not I I said yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> I think the series can have that but my point is is I think the series can have it both ways where it's like maybe the current the wander created vision somehow is able to overcome and inhabit. Right. I'm not the, saying like, uh, I'm going to say, like, I'm, I'm, is I'm there gonna going say, to be a vision say, after the show. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say the show. My prediction okay. is that the show makes you think vision is dead, but also leaves open the possibility of him potentially coming back in the future somehow. Okay, uh, in a Lauren. different consciousness. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, <sighs> I get what you're saying of like the two merging together possibly, but I also feel like if they do that, then it's truly like, does anyone ever really die in this universe? Yeah. Like I think I feel like it opens such a can of worms mm-hmm. if they bring him back. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I but mean, it's also really going to the multiverse. So yeah, like, but it's no also one ever dies. It's also kind of a tragic story though if if like Vision doesn't survive it because it's like. Yeah. Vision's been killed three times and like he's yeah. not coming back. And like, how does that resolve for Wanda? You know what there I mean? So it's like, charm. For, for me, it makes sense that like Vision comes back and there's some sense of like, not necessarily like closure to her arc, but like there's definitely a chapter, a book of the chapter that's been closed, you know, emotionally. Yeah. Mm. And so that's why I think like it's going to be something in between, like where it's. They haven't quite killed him, but, you know, there's going to be some emotional resonance that hopefully happens. Yeah, I just think it's too blatantly obvious to have, like, a vision with a soul and no body and then yeah. a vision with I a mean, body and no soul. It's a very, uh, well, I agree, it's a very tricky task to pull off. So it's like, you know, can they and will they go for that? Well, it's either they merge together or Wanda's vision realizes that he has to sacrifice himself to yeah. destroy white vision and save yeah. everyone again i mean that would be pretty intense that's all i have to say i'm gonna fucking so play cheesy. gonna play with my emotions <laughs> on that one gonna pull at the heart i just i just feel you <laughs> again 
for a third time. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm 10 out of 10 pumped for this finale, dogs. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think WandaVision, I, look, go back and listen. We'll if see you what happens. To, I implore you, go back and listen to our Comic-Con Phase 4 podcast. And I was not excited for WandaVision. And now all I want is Wanda. <laughs> Give me all of Lauren, the great predictor. I told you. You were not wrong. WandaVision is you some of wrong. the top tier choice marvel cinematic universe media that has ever been released it really Sans has i mean maybe yeah. infinity war and endgame it's i know and i mean like existed. obviously marvel in the tv realm is still finding its legs like that's pretty obvious from wandavision but i think we can all agree that like everything it's a dang that they've good done, start that's what yes. everything they've done with this show has been super impressive so far like i have small quibbles you know, small quandaries, if you will, with certain aspects of the show. But like for the most small part, I think the Junjis. Yes, exactly. Just start making up words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh but like well, like again, I have questions, you know what I mean? But like the point being is like I think it's been overall like really well executed and it's just mar- like Kevin Feige doing yeah. his shit, you know? Kevin Feige just fucking telling stories He's a and like God no effort it feels like you know what i mean so it's yeah. just i i may it's just i a great suggest may i suggest joss whedon kevin feige replace kevin feige replace joss whedon yes just kevin feige is yes. the new like he just takes credit for directing your new, the Avengers. Your new idol yeah yes exactly yeah i'm down so dude. just get there you go just get a, a feige tattoo to cover yeah just of of his of face, Kevin of Feige's Feige. face. Yeah, uh, yeah. him, him with the ball wearing, cap and like, shit, the blade dude. hat. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got to get him wearing the hat, dude. He's always <laughs> yeah. wearing the ball cap. Man. Exactly, that's his shit. Exactly. Um, no, seriously Look, guys, though. After like, next week, we're only gonna have to wait one week for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And let me tell you, this shit looks so much more adult and so much more spy thriller. Like WandaVision yeah. was fun. Yeah. And I, but dude, Falcon and the Winter Soldier just looks like it's gonna be a fucking. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a I blast. Know. I'm, I'm I'm apprehensive about it, but I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. Well, just like Joel okay. was apprehensive about Wandavision, so. Ah, I was. Let's go back and listen to that episode, man. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm the, pretty the, sure the, my exact quote, and don't quote me on this quote, <laughs> but I think this is the exact quote, <laughs> was something along the lines of. Yeah, I'm not super excited about WandaVision. Yeah. Or something of the likes. It sounds dumb. Yeah, Yeah. but now look at me just literally sacrificing sleep before work the next Mm -hmm. day to watch. I watched WandaVision. To watch it and then fall down a rabbit hole. I had a 6 a.m. call time and I was like, I have, I'm fuck. (laughs) I'm staying up. Like it it's is so it's just a masterclass and te- it's just a masterclass in television. It just yeah. is. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And that's why like I know Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna be good because like yeah. I said, if this is where They've they're starting everything. their television run, like yeah. you know, I'm sure it's gonna be great. I just I don't know why it hasn't like in in captured? No. In cap mm intrigued me as much yeah yeah 
Um, but do you guys I also mean, understand that we get also. Hawkeye at the end of this year? Yeah, it's coming yeah. in November, dude. It's gonna be the final and piece of the MCU puzzle this year. Finally, Black Widow. Yes. Yeah. In May. Hopefully that May. shit does not get pushed. And then I we have, we have it Loki. At this, I mean, at this point, it has no yeah. bearings on what we have. What if Loki, Hawkeye, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier still left in terms of shows? And then we have Eternals, Black Widow, yeah. and Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Which I actually I thought Multiverse of Madness was 2022. I think it got pushed. But point being is mm. we have two or three movies and like four shows. It's gonna be amazing. We're gonna have Marvel content every week for the rest of the year. Wow, that I'm means you guys so are just gonna have to ready. listen to us fucking talk. I know. <laughs> Sucks to suck. All right, let's end this yeah. fucking shit show. It's we like are... literally three o'clock in the morning and it's we amazing. Are... Far too deprived <laughs> and drunk to continue podcasting. Yeah. Taylor, where can everybody find um, you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen, and uh, that's about it right now. Lauren, we get it. It's early in the morning for you, and you are <laughs> more sober than we it's are. It's actually we... almost afternoon for me at this point. I was going to say. <laughs> can everybody find it's you 11 on the a.m. Oh, uh, I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagrams and on the clubhouse. Ooh, Clubhouse. We might yeah. dabble in someday. Yeah. Look, so. I'm the only nerd. I don't know if you guys heard about this video I made. Uh, it's called Mortal Kombat Red Band Trailer Reactions. <laughs> uh, you just got to bookend it with the Mortal Kombat Red just Band go, Trailer Reaction. Just, just go check it out. I usually plug everything. I'm just going to plug that. I'm, I'm the do only it, nerd dude. everywhere on the internet. Just go look at that video. Seriously, though. Let's get me to 10,000. So yeah, I can get a let's Mortal do it. 10,000 Yeah, views, so I can baby. give Joel a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right, later, nerds. God, see you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>